you have to have an ability to understand customers' relation, people's relationship with money. I think right. that's the fundamentals in this industry when you work with uh, all aspects of it, actually. But to understand um, this very emotional, also very historical relationship with money and to actually dwell upon and think about what it means for a, a customer. Um, we can see, for example, when you, you, you listen, co-listening with the guys in the operations team that it's, it's not always comfortable to talk about money. Um, if, if you have money, that is emotional in one way. If you talk about savings and you, you can be, and, and if you loan money, it's, it's probably even uh, even more emotional. You're getting evaluated and you're being, you're being judged. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's getting very, very personal. Yeah. Um, and the more I work with this, uh, I understand that uh, you have to pay attention to that. You have to understand the, the emotional relationship between money and humans in order to create the communication as well as a customer journey and a customer experience that takes this into consideration. Um, even if we have all these regulatory demands and it, it, we have compliance and the legal aspects of it. Um, you have to figure out the way of not um, presenting yourself as more complex and inaccessible than you have to. Jenny, it's great to meet you. Thank you so much for coming down. Thank you very much for being here. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's just start. Tell us who you are and what you do. Uh, my name is Jenny Gaffner. I am Nordic Head of Marketing and Communication at BNP Paribas Personal Finance. I've been with the bank for eight years and I have a background in fintech, digital banking and e-commerce. Great, okay. So tell us a little bit about marketing and communications in, in financial services. How, how is it different from working in marketing and communications in any other industry? I would say that we, since we are a very regulated industry, uh, you have to pay uh, close attention to compliance and uh, regulatory demands and having that um, in, your, in your perspective when you, you plan your communication and marketing activities and product development as well as the full digital journey to make it smooth and seamless for the customer but still applying all the demands that is applied to you. I think that is a big difference in the financial services compared to uh, um, working with the marketing in a retail industry or fast-moving consumer goods. Um, of course there are some regulations but not to the extent as it is applied on the financial services industry. Right, and is, is there anything else aside from regulation that perhaps you, you think makes it either more challenging or that presents some nuanced uh, approaches to, to communicating value? Um, well, besides from the regulatory demands that we have, it's also, of course, the, uh, to some extent, complexities of the services we're providing. I would say that many financial services, they're not that complex in itself, but we as an industry is probably most of the time viewed from a customer perspective as fairly complex to deal with. Uh, the, always a little bit maybe anxiety involved in different types of banking decisions. And, and that is of course also something you have to 
uh, take into consideration when you plan your marketing and communications to be perceived as um, uh, the, the easiness and the seamlessness, the transparency, um, also um, the tone of voice you're using to create um, a relationship that is built upon uh, trust as well as that customer is understanding what he or she is uh, about to commit to. Uh, so um, all these things together makes it uh, probably a little bit more tricky than other industries, I would say. The regulatory demands as well as the perceived complexity of the pro products we're offering. Right, and oftentimes when we speak to fintechs and, mm. and, to, and to marketing executives in fintechs, they have a very, their, their role uh, when it comes to marketing and communication has a very strong component on raising capital, which I guess is not necessarily the case in an incumbent. Um, what, what would you say are the main differences, or what, what would you perceive to mean to be the main differences between a marketing and communications role in incumbents and in fintechs? Uh, well, we have the luxury of having a very strong foundation and, and also a legacy and heritage that we can build upon and we can have a strong focus on marketing that is uh, driving the business and generating sales uh, to the end customer. Uh, on the other hand, I think that maybe fintech has the, um, uh, the positive aspect of being new and uh, fresh and uh, super innovative is that that is something that can, you, you can bring to the table. Mm -hmm. That is not something I'm bringing to the table uh, most of the time when I'm communicating to my customers, the, um, at least not from the, the, the bank I'm coming from, that we have that um, even if we're a digital bank or we have a very strong focus on technology and, and tech development, that is not, nothing we're really communicating to, to the customers. We're more maybe focusing on, on other types of values. And right. uh, when you're a fintech, if you communicate to either who's gonna, people who are going to fund your business or to, to, to the end customer, I think you have a, to a larger extent can focus on your strong tech capabilities, or I hope so, at least mm. that they do, <laughs> uh, because that is something that is uh, very cutting edge comparing to traditional banks that is um, maybe a little bit uh, more tricky to be that swift and agile in their tech development. Right, right. Okay, and uh, tell us a little bit about what are the main challenges that you encounter in your role? There are many challenges, I would say. Um, we can say, um, uh, getting back a little bit to the question we just we just discussed, um, I find it um, it's great to have a strong foundation to, to build upon and uh, stand on and, and to, to work from. But uh, I believe that uh, many fintech organizations, uh, fintech uh, companies, uh, are working more swift and agile than traditional banks. Mm -hmm. And that is, of course, a, a very a strong competitive advantage for them. Um, and that we, 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 we don't have in a traditional bank due to the size, of course, but also that we are working with uh, systems that are large, uh, sometimes old, and we're, it's getting way more complex. So I think that one of the challenges that, that uh, working in a traditional bank is that to find a smart way of uh, working with different fintech companies and finding uh, partnerships that is adding value to, to you and you can add value to, to the fintech and finding that your, that your world is becoming way more interesting in uh, working with m many, many more partners than you used to do. Um, that is one challenge. Another challenge is to find the right people, I yeah. would say. 
Um, once upon a time, you were just a marketeer, but, but right now, uh, if you work in a bank, you have to understand data, you have to understand technology, you have to, of course, understand communication, um, you have to understand sales and how to create uh, a great customer experience uh, from a UX and UI perspective. So you have to, even if not all that is your precise expertise, uh, you have to be able to understand it, discuss it, and uh, have a, a more 360 view on, on everything, I would say. And to find those people is a bit trickier. <laughs> right, so it's a, lot, it's a much more specialized role then. Um, yes, specialized in, in some ways, because you're, you're specialized in, in, um, in, in, um, in, in your area when it comes to providing a, a data or technology or customer flows and so forth yes that is more uh, maybe precise but 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 I think that the marketer's role has changed uh, we say the last 10 years mm -hmm. that back in the days you you were focusing on the marketing the marketing and the communication and that was it it was visuals it was graphics it was good copy it was driving the sales but now you have to take ma many other aspects into consideration you have to understand the technology behind IT solutions so forth you have to be able to discuss and understand um, data data analysis what is the customer doing what are they not doing what do you want them to do you have to be much more analytical in your mindset uh, also be curious about um, analytics and data and having discussions with data guys. Um, and to, to add to that, of course, you have to have the, the good old marketing skills to, that is both explaining in an appealing way what you do and what you're selling and actually say, sell it. So I think that, I don't know if, if you have to be more expert uh, you have different types of expert now, but mm -hmm. that expert also have to have a wider view on um, and capacity than it used to be. Yeah. Right, right. That's really interesting, and and I think that leads me really nicely into the next question, which is, um, why did you choose to go into financial services uh, as a as a as a marketing professional, uh, and not in any of the other industries like fast moving or some consumer goods, as you mentioned earlier, or media or any other type of industry. I've always found it um, um, very interesting uh, to, to work in this fairly traditional industry mm -hmm. uh, during a period that when it has changed tremendously. Yeah. Um, it has been uh, a super interesting journey to be part of, um, to see how a very traditional banking industry has, um, has changed. In, 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 its, uh, in its essence, I would say, mm -hmm. um, to be a part of a traditional industry that has been in such a great change um, over, over years now has been, been a constant source for um, both uh, creativity, innovation, being part of something that is completely game-changing, uh, forced you to think in new ways, both in communication, but also in product development and the digital solution that is behind. Um, that, is, that is one part of it. And, and another part of it is to, to I think, that the 
financial services is much more easy to understand for the for the customers today due to the digital development that has been a transparency it's easier to understand your personal finances with the help of uh, uh, apps and uh, different digital tools that you can uh, figure out and uh, be much more involved in a in a transparent and democratic way than you could I don't know, in the early 80s or something. Right. Um, and that, I think, also is a very positive aspect of how this industry have, have evolved and developed. And I think that it will be way, way more of that, especially considering the, the, the added value from fintech companies. Um, and I think that it's a, it's a great movement. Yeah. Yeah. And, and can you share with us in, in your career, what's, what's the achievement that, that you feel most proud of? Um, I think what I feel more, most proud of is uh, how we as a team uh, has uh, um, developed and evolved uh, mm -hmm. at BNP Paribas, personal finance. Uh, when we started out uh, uh, eight years ago, we was a fairly traditional uh, marketing team uh, working with the traditional of course, we worked with the digital channels and so forth, but it was the roles itself and how we work within the company was fairly traditional. Mm -hmm. um, now we are a, a pan-Nordic <coughs> team that is uh, working with teams in, in both Norway, Sweden and Denmark. Mm -hmm. uh, we are uh, way more focused on the full customer experience and have competences uh, of that in, 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 all, in all the countries and uh, is having that as a grand focus, whatever we're doing, if it's um, sales-related projects or if it's communication and, or, or digital development of the app and uh, home banking, for example. Um, it has created a, a spirit and an energy in the team to, to have that type of um, full view, more holistic view of the customer experience and journey during the, the lifetime of the customer mm -hmm. that uh, I find very um, uh, both stimulating and, and I'm proud of to see how the team has um, uh, taking on new roles and also uh, um, a little bit internally breaking down the silos to other departments. We have a way more uh, transparent and a great way of working for, with operations team, for example, to, um, to secure that we are creating an experience for the customer that is uh, good from, uh, from the beginning to the end and that we are having catching all the touch points and uh, identifying pain points. And maybe there are also some passion points that we can build upon and learn from and be even better at. And that to work like that, uh, both in your team and together with other teams in the bank is creating um, uh, pride. And uh, I think that is the, what, what I'm most proud of is to, to have a team that I feel going to, coming to work, working with, my, working with their um, task and have, um, have a great pride in what they're doing. Right. And uh, that is also driving both energy and, and development in itself. Of course. And well, as, as you were mentioning, we've seen an enormous transformation in the industry over the past five, ten years, uh, mostly due to technology. You mentioned also that, uh, that, that technological change has forced people in, in your field to, to expand their, their, their set of skills and scope. But what are other ways in which technology has particularly impacted the role of marketing and communications in, in, a, in financial services? It has, it has, of course, helped us. I would say it's technology is the, it's the fundamentals of driving this very positive uh, development uh, from a 
customer perspective. It has helped the customer uh, to better understand um, uh, services and an industry that was a little bit um, uh, maybe unaccessible before. Mm -hmm. But uh, even if it's sometimes complex technologies behind, uh, I am amazed how uh, we as an industry have used them uh, together with fintechs, but also sometimes uh, on our own in the, in, in the traditional banks, and to make the uh, the service is more accessible and to help the customer understand um, fi personal finance and as well as ex understanding uh, uh, the, the products and the services that they're using. Um, that is one aspect, so that's the customer aspect of technology. Another aspect I would say it's even if we sometimes think, oh, it never, it's never fast enough, I think that technology in itself has made us way more fast, swift and agile, uh, both, of course, fintechs, but also traditional banks to make changes and to adapt to a fast-changing reality mm -hmm. and uh, has spurred the creativity um, in the industry as a whole. So we often see that uh, because of the intangible nature and also, as you said earlier, sometimes banking products have been a bit of inaccessible to, to mm. customers to understand. So, uh, how, how as, a, as, a, as a marketeer and a communications executive in a, in, a, in a bank, how do you ensure that customers understand what's the value proposition of your products? You have to have an ability to understand customers' relation, people's relationship with money. I think that's the fundamentals in this industry when you work with uh, all aspects of it, actually. But to understand um, this very emotional, also very historical relationship with money and to actually dwell upon and think about what it means for a, a customer. Um, we can see, for example, when you, you, you listen, co-listening with the an operations team that it's, it's not always comfortable to talk about money. Um, if, if you have money, that is emotionally one way. If you talk about savings and you, you can be, and, and if you loan money, it's, it's probably even uh, even more emotional. You're getting evaluated and you're being, you're being judged. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's getting very, very personal. Yeah. Um, and the more I work with this, uh, I understand that uh, you have to pay attention to that. You have to understand the, the emotional relationship between money and humans in order to create the communication as well as a customer journey and a customer experience that takes this into consideration. Um, even if we have all these regulatory demands and it, it, of, we have compliance and the legal aspects of it, um, you have to figure out the way of not uh, presenting yourself as more complex and inaccessible than you have to. Mm -hmm. uh, and you also have to have uh, picking up on the signals that you, con you, 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 you get from the customer and to adopt your, um, yeah, it could be communication, it could be the marketing aspect, it could be the, the way you present it in digital um, uh, flows and journeys and, and tools. Um, so um, that would probably be my answer. <laughs> right. No, that's really insightful. Yeah. And yeah, 
And I think that is uh, sometimes a little bit overseen in the industry as a whole, that you never really think about that what, yeah, we're here for the money, we sell money, or we, we earn money on money. Yeah. But I think it's super, even more important now with the te technology at hand and the data we have and uh, both the transparency and seamlessness and how we use data to both, uh, um, to be honest, uh, help our business as well as sometimes helping the customers. Mm -hmm. um, still have a focus on what we're actually here for and uh, thinking about the, the, this relationship that people have with money. It's not always easy and it's uh, to some extent also filled with anxiety and, and, and high emotions and could be high and low emotions, but we, everybody has a relationship with money yeah. and it's very personal. And I think you have to tap into that and understand that and respect that in order to find uh, good, smart solutions for the customer as well as your own business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, in terms of we've seen over the past few years, changes in customer behavior, customer expectations. Hmm. Has the content <clears throat> that you produce, that you, that you put out, changed as a result of those changes? Yes, to, to, yes I would say it has. Um, I think that we uh, previously focused maybe more on the, the top of the funnel and the end of the funnel mm -hmm. to, to get the volumes, uh, to get the volumes, uh, the awareness um, in, 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 into the sales and then convert it mm -hmm. with a good call to action kind of. Mm -hmm. uh, now we can see that with more players in the market, there is mo more, uh, um, more competitors, uh, uh, other types of competitors, uh, also that uh, uh, to a larger extent people are having more, more than one bank. It's not super common, but you still use more financial services of different sort and, and getting your own little mix of, of financial services mm -hmm. um, to a larger extent than, than bef uh, previously. Um, and to keep the stickiness and to hold on to your customer, you have to be relevant. So what mm -hmm. we're looking at is much more like mid-funnel um, marketing. Um, to, uh, for example, we have been looking into uh, nurturing that re initial relationship that we maybe created in the top of the funnel yeah. and to make sure that we, uh, we're still relevant, we're still interesting, we are presenting ourselves in an appealing way where we can working in a broader scope with, uh, of course, good old product marketing, but also other aspects of the brand and, and uh, what role we will we are playing in, in, the, in, in the customer's life. And uh, um, just take an example for when we have from social media that we, you, you can talk about products, um, aspects of a product, such as insurance or whatever it is, but also like different types of uh, um, personal uh, or consumer finance topics, yeah. uh, vacations, or how to uh, save on energy, or, or uh, even more personal day-to-day uh, -day matters that, um, that we have grand success with. And uh, that is not, when you look at the KPIs for that, uh, is that sales? No, it's not. It's time spent with brand, mm -hmm. uh, or uh, having a better performance at, um, at retargeting, for example. You can see that more either existing or new customers returning to your site uh, or to this, uh, um, to this segment of communication, so to say. And yeah. we can see that it's actually paying off because um, uh, it's, always, uh, it's always a struggle to, to kind of convince uh, the 
finance people about that this is a great idea. Yeah. But given the, the more complex structure of where we operate right now, it's uh, apparently paying off because when we can look at the um, brand awareness lately, um, where we have had some challenges with the um, pandemic stuff and, uh, and also regulatory stuff, um, we can see that with this focus on like creating stickiness and relevance and um, appealing in a in a different, a little bit different way to the customers, you also can see a, a lift in the brand awareness. So, yeah. Right, and 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 the, well, and my next question is, is sort of related to this, but it's it's about about channels. Mm -hmm. We we start to see some financial institutions using a wide variety of channels to communicate. Some are even popping up on TikTok these mm -hmm. days. Yeah, yeah. So, so how have you, has, has your use of channels changed as technology has swept through the industry? Um, well, uh, we have um, started, to, <clears throat> started more and more to use uh, social media, mm -hmm. um, um, which is, um, yeah, I think we're, we're having a broader scope of, of how to work with marketing channels and what marketing channel is is assisting each step in the in the in the in the sales funnel so to say and having more both data and understanding and preciseness in regards of what channel is doing what um, I'm a big believer in search engine optimization uh, that is something we have been working on for six seven years and that is uh, to have this uh, presence in the, the digital universe is a complete uh, um, foundation of, of everything we do and we uh, can also use it more and more as different aspects of how we would like to be perceived and what we want to communicate and um, picking up on uh, both trends and topics that we would like to be connected to. Yeah. Um, and then of course you have the traditional media and uh, it's getting more expensive, it's uh, getting smaller, people are not using it yeah. that much. So. Um, we're using it, but I can I can I can see that it's uh, playing uh, a less and less important role, even if traditional media like TV and broad channels mm. in itself is creating volumes that is necessary. So I think that um, we're finding new ways of creating that volume that is necessary for 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 the business, uh, but looking into uh, alternative ways of creating it due to both. Uh, uh, behavior among the customers as well as the the increase of price in some of the channels. Right. And just to close, Jenny, one last question. Um, if you were to advise uh, a young marketeer uh, that is looking forward to starting their career, what advice would you give them in relation to starting a <coughs> career in financial services? I think that financial services uh, as an industry is offering uh, a great platform of digging into many different aspects of both technology and communication. It's a super exciting environment to be in, especially considering um, that the industry itself is, is uh, working with so many uh, both new partners, like fintech partners, but also new ways of working with communication and um, and product development. Mm -hmm. um, it's also uh, a great way of making sure that you're in a constant change, you are uh, have a constant uh, way of working with innovation as well as creativity. And um, I would say that uh, if you're looking for like being part of an industry that have 
all types of game-changing events all the time, mm -hmm. this is the place to be. Wonderful. Well, with that, Jenny, we thank you so much for spending time with us and for enlightening us about the role of marketing and communications in financial services. Thank you very much. Thank you. And of course, we look forward to seeing you again in September at Nordic Fintech Week. Yes, it will be great to be there. We'll, we'll, we look forward to having you there. Thank you. Thanks, Jenny.